Coming up right now, the newest episode from Carr, Gwyn, and Ode on Three Pagans and a Cat. Welcome to Three Pagans and a Cat, MPF 2018, release the Kraken. Episode 14 of Three Pagans and a Cat. You may call me Ode. You can call me... Oh, sorry. You can call me Carr. He's not going to be doing that through the whole thing. No, no. And Mary Meat, I'm going Ode's mother, and yeah. Yeah. So as you might have been able to tell from our regular opening, we don't have notes and things prepared for this episode. This is our freeform this is, episode. This is another special episode like Convocation 2018, where right. we just talk about the thing we went to and, and about all the loot we got. And it was awesome. It was. It, it was, was very awesome. We were yeah. there for... Three days? Uh, yes, two yes, days. Three yeah, days. Well, I was there for three days. days. <laughs> Y'all were there for two days. Right. Well, I was there for Part two of, days <laughs> and a piece. Two, two days, days and, and a bit. bit. So, as you all might be aware, especially if you've been on the Facebook, we got the notification that we were teaching at Michigan Pagan Fest a little late. Three uh, weeks a, before A little Michigan late in the game, Fest. a little later than we expected to have that kind of information. Right. And consequently, we didn't, and especially since it had come right after her surgery, we didn't have any, like, money set aside for this. Not a bit. Very true. And since we had been, our our proposal to teach three classes had been accepted, we had to go all three days. Right. Yep. So we, we needed to come up with a pretty substantial chunk of change. Yep. Yeah. So we have some people to thank for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we put up a yep. GoFundMe. Yep. And, and several of you, like, really... You uh, responded, and you really, really saved, saved our, our bacon, too. Our bacon and our bacon, um, because you helped get us there. We really cannot thank you enough. Seriously. But I'm going to attempt to thank <laughs> We're them. We're going to attempt it. A little bit. It, it won't be bit. enough, but... So, Justin Stanage, thank you. Tally Thomason, thank you. Daria McNamara, thank you. Jonathan Wood, thank you. And Private Donor. Thank you. It's kind of like Tiny Dancer, only different. <laughs> Honestly, thank you guys. Yes. Yeah. We literally could not have done this without your help. It means everything. It really it does. Really yep. does. Yep. It yeah. really yeah. does. So our whole thing for this was crazy because uh, Gwen couldn't get Friday off. Yeah, she had a work obligation, had work which obligation. ended up being stupid. And pointless. I shouldn't have even... I didn't even need to be there, but, you know, it but, is what it is. But she had uh, an obligation to her boss to be there. Right, yep. Especially after missing three weeks. Yeah. Not that long ago. Surgery. Right. Because of that, Ode and I got up at 3.30 in the morning, mm-hmm. which is just stupid early. It's a time I would we, usually just still be awake. Right, exactly. <laughs> And we got in the car, and we drove to Detroit. Detroit. <laughs> and we saw a great sunrise on oh, the way, by the way. Sunrise. It was yeah. totally, like, awesome. We were driving east, so we were driving towards the sun. Yep. And it was in uh, either one of the front windows or our windshield the entire drive. It was yeah. great. Yeah, it was gorgeous. And I kind of understand the whole golden dawn thing. Yeah. Like, it was the first time I saw, like, a truly golden dawn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it started out really red, and it got kind of rosy, and then as it crested the horizon, yeah. like, the whole sky was liquid gold. It was yeah, astonishing. Yeah, it was really cool. So, anyway, we got over there. We did our class, our first class, mm-hmm. uh, which we did the Building Your Book series, very condensed version. Yeah. And then I basically walked back to the car mm-hmm. and got back in and drove two and a half hours to pick up Gwen. 
And then turned and around then and drove two and a half hours back <laughs> through a rainstorm. Oh, it was downpouring. We could hardly see the cars <laughs> it, in front of us. It yeah. did not rain at Michigan Pagan Fest. It was supposed to, but <laughs> at least not during that time. Apparently, where Michigan Pagan Fest, the the fairgrounds right. are, the Wayne County the fairgrounds, Wayne County yep. fairgrounds. It was apparently a corridor of peace mm-hmm. with through the storm zone, through yeah. where the you know as the storm raged Just kept around separating it. on yep. each side. So it was really. Very cool. Mm-hmm. So anyway, there was seven and a half hours of driving for me on Friday. Mm-hmm. Right. So we got, Gwen and I got back to At, Detroit. Uh, about 4.30, 4.45. Yep. And also known as Detroit. Yeah, Detroit. So I'm sure it's the correct Technically, we were not in Detroit. No, we're no, no, in Belleville. Belleville. Yeah. So then we decided to walk through the, the vendor area. Vendor area. area. Yep. And then I realized... Well, we probably walked through for an hour and a half or so. Yeah. Probably, yeah. Yep. And we, then we, I realized we did a pretty good I was path. just ridiculously tired yeah. and we needed to go get into the hotel. And sleep. So I could go to bed. Yeah, right. Which we then didn't do. We didn't do that. We, we left at like eight or something. Yep. And uh, and went to the hotel so that car could sleep. And I laid and down. He laid down on the bed and did not go to bed until like no. 11. So. No, it's because we kept coming up with cool ideas of a ritual to do. Yeah. 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 yeah, we kept talking about the class and yep. making plots and plans. Yep, so. so craziness. So then the next day, which was Saturday, mm-hmm. we got up not <laughs> as ridiculously early, right. but early <laughs> enough. And because we're newbies to teaching at things like Michigan Pagan Fest, we were the first one every morning at 9 a.m. And also just because <laughs> somebody has to fill the 9 a.m. Right, yeah, exactly. Right. And that's so... Right. Although we had stiff competition. Yeah, we not, really did, I was yeah. going to say, Bob and Teddy Shout is teaching at 9 a.m., <laughs> so I don't know what you're talking about. Somebody Actually, just has tw- to fill 9 a.m. <laughs> twice he was teaching when we were uh-huh. yeah, doing so our we class. Yeah, so we go to his classes. It was yeah, very was grieving. Kind of a, yeah, exactly. There were a lot of classes that were happening at the same time our classes that were happening that I was like, why are we teaching? I to go to this. I know. It's like, man, it's the ultimate conundrum so, of the, the very first so day. The year, very first day when we were teaching, Baba Daddy Shab was teaching the mirror of Amaterasu and me too. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> so maybe next year I'll teach and you all just go to classes because I don't go to classes anyway. Yeah, Car never goes to classes. No, he, he, never, so, he didn't go in well, class. No, he went true. to one class. He did go to one class. I did. The weekend. reason you didn't go to the other class was because you had to come and get me. That's yes. true. I did have two classes I wanted to go to this and time. And one class he ended up going. And to. Was able to make one of them, which probably surprised everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Since at convocation, I went to no classes, no zero amount yeah. of classes. So, yeah. Anyway, so what? Cl- well, what do we want to cover first? Do we want to cover like all the junk you all, all bought, the, all the loot? Yeah. Right. I don't know why you're saying you all? You bought <laughs> you stuff. Bought also, stuff too. don't call it junk. We got these from vendors we like. What's wrong with and you? And it's not junk. It's useful things for our craft. Well, so, I realized that. So don't even don't just, go there. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's loot. It's loot. It's the Kraken. That's all I got. That's all I it's got, booty. people. All right, go ahead. You want to start, Gwen? Okay. You have way you more have stuff than anybody. The, the, her loot is arrayed around her on the desk, and it is a Well, call. part of this is because one shop in particular, which is called Rhiannon's Apothecary, yep. had herbs for a dollar a bag. Yes. And she had an arrangement. The prices at Rhiannon's Apothecary oh my God. are so really, really good. I was able to get whorehound and bone set and horsetail and pine, yarrow, yarrow, nettle. I mean, 
I got all these wonderful herbs to, to add to my apothecary. And then she also does herbal teas. Mm-hmm. So I got a, a tummy tea to, to, uh, help or, the tummy. to, to help tummy the tummy, things, yeah. you know, because of the whole surgery thing. So uh-huh. I'm always, you know, in that vibe right now. But so, um, and then you got something from, from there as well. I and did, so did yeah. I. Yeah, yeah actually I got, we all did. I went there Friday and was looking through her, her herbs and she didn't have any mugwort in. Oh, that's right. She I didn't have any mugwort that. in the individual, in bags. the individual bags, but she had these mugwort bundles for, Huge. for, um, for smoking, for, smoking, for yeah. retaining. That she was selling for $5. Huge, huge bundle. Huge. So I bought one of those, and then I asked her if she was going to have any more mugwort, and she said... Well, I don't have any right now. I thought I, I thought I still had some, but uh, you're saying I don't have any. So I'll go home and I have some dried and ready to go. So the next day she brought a whole bunch of mugwort and, yeah. I, also, and I was able to buy some of that for a right. dollar. I also bought one of those very large mugwort yeah, bundles. bundles. Yeah. But here's the cool thing about that mugwort. It was actually heirloom mugwort from Circle Sanctuary. Yep. From the, from the mug, right. mugwort hedges around Circle Sanctuary. Yeah. And so I thought that was pretty cool. We had amazing finds and for very little money spent, really, because it was a dollar a friggin' yeah. bag. The price was really, really And yeah. we're talking a mugwort bundle that easily could have retailed for $15, $20. It's enormous. It's, it's almost huge. a foot. Yeah, it's yeah. huge. Of, of mugwort. And just superb quality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then what did you get? And then I bought from Rhiannon's Apothecary. A book called A Tree for the Earth Mother, which was put together by Drum from the ADF, who's the arch druid of the ADF. And it's, uh, I would say, devotionals or prayers yeah, yeah. for Mother Earth. Mm-hmm. Um, for the compiled Earth Mother. from a bunch of sources. Yeah, from a bunch, in a bunch of, of languages. People. Yep. Yeah. yeah, Dom Labard's in here, Philip Cargom. Yeah, it's very cool. So, And we've already actually you know, mm-hmm. used we part of it. we through it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's and, very cool. Yep. And then I bought two, uh, I want to say they're probably three-inch. Mm, two, 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 two to three inch, two yeah. to three inch wood cuts that um, have, one has a triskele mm-hmm. on it, and the other one has the Alwyn on it that I wanted to put on my altar. Yeah, I wear an Alwyn, but I wanted one there as well. They're mm-hmm. uh, wooden rounds that look they were like they were cut from branches. Yep, and the they the designs are wood burned. Yep, yeah, exactly. So they're very nice. Yep. And we can, you know, we'll take pictures of the things that we got the from, loot. yeah, the, from loot. the loot from Rhiannon's apothecary and include a link because, and I, you know, maybe I'll write a blog after I've used some of it because, be a good thing. Yep. you know, we want to support, that's one of the reasons why we do this. We, we want to support pagan mm-hmm. artisans yep. and especially ones that have such useful things that you mm-hmm. can add to your, uh, your to your collection. collection. Yep. And Rhiannon's Apothecary is on Facebook, and uh, so you can find her there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll include a link to her in the... Notes for. Notes for on this particular episode. Mm-hmm. So cool. What else did you get? Yeah. Because okay. I so have much. now covered everything I got. No, that's not technically <laughs> that's speaking not technically true. true. I didn't get that. It was gotten it for was you. Gotten it was gotten for, for me. There was also, there was a uh, vendor there. Twisted Willow? Twisted Willow. Yeah. Yep. It's uh, natural soaps and, uh, and I think there was bath and body yeah, works bath type and stuff. bath and body yep. work type things. Deodorant. And they had a, spe- a really nice special going on. So we were able to get things from there. And it was like deodorant and beard oil for car yeah. and room spray and soap. I got, yeah, I got a soap called called 313 Grind, which is a coffee and cream soap. 
It's mm-hmm. got like coffee grounds in it. I'm looking forward to it. But here's the thing, guys. Like the deodorant, it's and all of the products that I'm I believe are organic, mm-hmm. and um, they're handcrafted. They're cruelty free. They're no par- sulfates. Yeah, no yeah. sulfates. They're paraben free. And my friends, it's pagan owned. Right. So we want to support a pagan owned business yep. that does this kind of mm-hmm. outstanding bath and body work. And um, so- and I can't tell you how many scents of soap oh, they God. had there. Yeah, dozens. Thirty. Yeah, they had so many out there on the on the display. And I can vouch for the deodorant; it works incredibly well. So, um, yeah, I can vouch for it too because I was with you most of the time you were wearing it. It didn't (laughs) didn't bother me. So, Um, so yeah, I again, I I just really want to give a shout out to Twisted Willow. We'll include all the links to the shop online. You can just assume we're going to be including links to things. And I believe they also have a storefront now. I a physical, yeah. I don't it's, know. I think it's an Ypsilanti. I'm not sure. Okay. I can double check on that. It's it's wonderful stuff. And like I said, it's pagan owned. So let's support this yep. this business. Okay. Next thing that you got um, was this <laughs> pendulum necklace. Yeah. Yeah. It's technically a necklace. It is technically a necklace, but I use my necklaces as pendulums. As pendulums. Yep. It's an amethyst on a silver chain mm-hmm. from the Silver Gypsy. And it's and silver. It's sterling silver. I yep. believe. Sterling, sterling silver. silver. Yep. She works in. Uh, she wraps. Uh, sterling silver to make jewelry. Mm-hmm. And the thing that really impressed me about her was her passion for the the materials that she works with. For instance, this stone, it's kind of a, an odd shape. Yeah, it is. And uh, she, she was telling me, yeah, it just, I was following what the regular rules are for wrapping jewelry, and it just wasn't working. So she said, I just decided to stop and just kind of contemplate the stone and feel it and kind of feel its energy and vibration. And she said, and then all of a sudden I was just wrapping it and I, it turned out exactly as the way you see it now. And so she, you know, at least with this piece, and I would imagine for the other pieces she works with, she's very intuitive right. to, to how she wraps her, her jewelry. And she's got a, she's got, um, you know, a whole range of different things, varying prices. She has some, some she has some lovely pieces. Yeah, yep. some beautiful pieces. Some are a little more expensive than others. This was a very reasonable piece. I just, the Silver Gypsy, she's working on her website. It's not currently very user-friendly. She did say she is on Facebook, but she doesn't work very much on Facebook. So it's a little hard to find her right now. She said she's going to get a new website up in January. Okay, We'll do the best we can to link you to the Silver Gypsy, but just kind of, she does a lot of, of these types of festivals and things, so I'm right. trying to keep a lookout for her. Yeah, we can also dump a phone number or an email address yeah. if we have those. Yeah. I know we have the phone number. And she does, I believe she said she does do um, some special requests. Custom orders, some yeah. Custom yeah. orders. All right, what else? Because I know you have more. <laughs> You're going to hear this a lot. And what yeah, else? What else? Okay, sorry. And like I said, I support the pagan, uh, okay. the pagan peeps. Tell us the next thing. Okay, the next thing <laughs> is from Pam's Mystic Garden. She did um, like a unique collection of candles, books that like are notebooks but have uh, special covers that she's created decorative for them, covers, yep. and then decorative boxes. And what I bought was a very reasonably priced notebook that has a decorative cover 
on it. She bought it to take notes during her classes, but she ended up not using it for that. No, I didn't because I, uh, at one point I got the sense that, um, while we, I think while we were in It was our, one of our classes. One of our classes. We were doing one of our classes and one of the <laughs> it's guys. It's always good when one of your own classes yeah. speaks to you. One of the, yeah. uh, well, one of the guys who, who was in our second class, I think, on yeah, Saturday, yeah, was whatever. talking about he had a book that was dedicated to a specific god that he works with. Right. And, Gwen got a ping from Brigid saying, hey, you know that book you just got? It's mine. Well, actually, I hadn't bought it yet. I had been looking at these notebooks. Right. Oh, that's right. right. Oh, yeah. they were. And I wasn't in, actually intending to get one. Then I thought, well, maybe I'll get it for notes. But I hadn't bought one yet. Yeah, she kind of pinged me and said, that's a great idea. <laughs> and so I, I want one. I want one. So this book is now dedicated to her. Cool. I'm not going to let you go next. Okay, fine. You do one. <laughs> yeah, she okay. made a little, I was uh, looking a little bored. <laughs> the other thing, the things that I got are um, things that both Gwen and I got, ironically. I got... Um, yeah, so I don't have to talk about that one. That's the, true. The first day I was there, I got these really interesting matchboxes from a, a store I can't remember the name of. Right, and none of terrible. us can. We've all we been cannot. by. We all we, talked we all, to her. I was there like was three wonderful. times. I talked to her She sold wands as well Yeah, as she sold matchboxes. wands. She sold these matchboxes. But she was selling these matchboxes. They were priced to move. She was selling them for $4, and they were buy one, get two free. Right. And then these huge boxes of matches that she has put, she's decorated the front and back sides right. of the matchboxes. Differently on each side, little collages, and they're really, really pretty. And each one was unique. Yeah. Yeah, each one was different, and there were no two alike. Um, and then I got it. So I bought, I got, I bought one, got my two free ones, and then I also bought a, a small matchbox. Also, and tell everybody why you bought the small one for, for fifty cents. And I bought the small one because there are two things I love in this life: owls and dead things. And there were, I picked it up because there was an owl on the side that was facing me. And when I turned it over, it said "Zombies Recycle Too." And I, when I was in high school spent my entire high school art career drawing nothing but, but zombies. zombies. Yeah. So it could not have been better designed for me if like, <laughs> she had known me personally and set it out specifically as a trap. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I got that. <laughs> I got that with the money that was hypothetically for me to buy food with. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> and yep. Instead, I bought enough matches that hopefully I won't have to buy matches again Ever for again. a right. million years. Yep. And then she showed them to me and I said, uh-huh. oh, that's cool. And I went and got... <laughs> Bought one box yep. and got two free, and one of those is now actually decorating. Yeah, the 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 shelf with the, the all the all candles the incense and, and candles, candles gotcha. and stuff. So it's sitting up there decoratively. It's, it's decorative though, but you if you needed a match, all right, you, exactly. you, you just got a match right, right there. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah. actually it's it's very nice and multi-purpose. It I'm is. probably gonna like I'm not gonna throw these boxes out after oh, I'm, no, I'm out of matches. I'll probably go buy matches at the store and put them in the good box. Put them in the good box. Because it's decorative well, and eventually useful. the striker's going to go out on those. Well, so. and then and they're just pretty. Yeah, and then they're just for decorating. But there's both, there's strikers on two sides, so I've got some time. And it's witchy <laughs> stuff on both sides. Uh-huh. It's yeah. really cool. Yeah, so it was really lovely. And then we were, I was there with instructions from my brother and money from him to buy him things. So I was walking around looking for things that he might like. I came across Shadow Bear and Arrow's booth. Yep. And they were selling, Shadow Bear was the one who was there, I think, while, yep, while we were there. He was, and he yep. was selling, um, railroad spikes, which my brother wanted. But he was also selling these protection amulets. He had some that had metal on them, and he had some that had no metal on them at all. And my brother's allergic to metal, so I was like, perfect, I'm gonna get one for my right, brother. Yep. Cause this is something he can actually wear. 
But they're really, really interesting. And so what ended up happening was that I bought one for my brother. I bought one for myself. And Gwen bought one for herself after I brought her over there. Well, because they're... both Carr and Ode were like, look at this. Look Isn't at this. this yeah. Cool? yeah. The Shadow Bear is a cunning man who clearly knows his shit. Like, he, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. These are really well-constructed amulets. They're beautiful. They're made out of uh, leather and... There's, you know, some beadwork to make it pretty. But then the the amulet is a, a leather pouch that's been sewn shut. The ones that Gwen and I have have pentacles uh, sewn into the front. Uh, the one we got for my brother has a, a puka shell mm-hmm. sewn into the front. But he wrote down for me what they contain. So the protection bundles contain a black locust spike for a hedge of protection, a mercury dime for the silver, a piece of obsidian, and then a hand-drawn sator square charm which he gave us some little examples of the charms he does. And they all contain the same elements. So they all have the Sator Square. They all have uh, whosoever bears this charm uh, incantation. Right. They have they have uh, Ahi Ani Agli Alim. So they have all these, these um, sort of traditional protection signs mm-hmm. on them, but they're all um, individual, all hand-created, like... Yep. Mm-hmm. Very carefully with purpose in black and red ink. And so they're, they're like the charms themselves, although you will never see them because inside it's because the it's sewn into the pouch. Um, right. The charms themselves are beautiful works of art. Right. Yeah. So I'll take photos of these definitely and put them up on the, in the notes for because they're, cool. they're really, really beautiful charms that <laughs> nobody will ever no see. No one will ever see because yeah. they're doing their job in the pouch. Yeah. Exactly. So, but they're beautiful. These amulets are really, really nice. They have a, they're on a long leather cord so you can wear it like long enough that it'll be under your shirt. Right. Um, if you don't want it to be visible. Um, and if I, I remember correctly, he said he himself is of Native American heritage he's, and was taught he's, by... Um, he's one-sixteenth Native. Cherokee. And then Scotch-Irish. And Scotch-Irish, yeah. And he was taught by uh, a Native American what healer, he, right? yeah, What he told us was that his his initial training was with a Native teacher yep. who, when he finished that training, told him to go and learn uh, the skills from the other side of his heritage. Mm-hmm. And that's when he got into And that's Celtic. when he got into yeah. the Celtic stuff and then and into the Appalachian cunning traditions. And then he yep. kind of has melded them into yep. what he does now. Yep. And what he told me is the reason that he created these pouches was because a friend of his was uh, a Who paranormal a, investigator. Yeah. Had He felt like something had attached itself to him and he was uh, having difficulty. And so he went to his friend because his friend was a conjurer man. was a cunning man, yeah. yeah. A cunning man. And he said, do you have anything that can help me? And that's when he created this pouch. Yeah, he, right. I, uh, apparently he did. He went through like a whole cleansing situation mm-hmm. for his friend to, to break the attachment. And then he created these these protection bundles for him to wear into these situations so that he, he you know, he wouldn't he get a new protected. attachment. Right. And so now he started creating them and, and putting them out for sale. And uh, they were, I guess they're normally $28. They were $20 for the festival. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well worth it, honestly. Like, yeah, I love well this thing. It's, it's really, it's like the craftsmanship is really nice. I would, I would wear this like just decoratively yeah, probably yeah, yeah without all the protection stuff in right it, yeah. but like it's it's this is a no screwing around yeah protection amulet like yep. it's got a it's this is legit yeah and that's what he said he really feels like his calling Deterrence. his mission his his uh his whole purpose is to uh create protection for people yep. to assist people like mm-hmm. that so, so that I you don't get into the situation where you need a hardcore Uncrossing or exactly. Anything. Right. exactly. So the only thing I would caution is that the leather, it's it's hard to tie a knot in the leather when you're tying it around your neck. Either double knot it at a length that you're pretty sure you're not going to want to change it 
or just like be aware of it because I had mine fall off a couple of times because I hadn't knotted it suffi- sufficiently. And if, or if you have any kind of jewelry making skills, yeah, exactly. You, you can could, add. You can you add, add a clasp, clasp, a clasp yeah, which I yeah. can do that for hours. Uh, I'm probably not going to do that. I like knotting it. Okay, but yeah, like if you're worried about that, you can add a clasp. Yep. Absolutely. So, Gwen, did you have anything else that you purchased that we need to talk about? Uh, just these bracelets. Oh, that's actually. right. Um, yep. They they were the last that I got, and I was really glad I was able to get them. Um, it was the last day. It, it's a seller. Be my full moon. Yeah, be my full moon. She does a whole array of different things. She does a lot of uh, sewn craft and knit craft and and things like that. Mm-hmm. So I think even her card, it's a steampunk costumes, alternative fashions, and yeah. more. Yeah. And she just apparently she just threw together these crocheted bracelets mm-hmm. for the festival. They're made with hemp and wood beads. Yep, hemp and wood beads. And the ones that... I, and she had a special going for, mm-hmm. you know, for the, uh, like for the, the festival, festival, like yeah. everybody festival did. Special, so it was three yeah. for $20. They're normally anywhere from 7 to $9 a piece, mm-hmm. depending on the wood. The ones that I bought were Vera wood, rosewood, and sandalwood. And what was cool is that with each bracelet, she includes a little slip of paper that tells you what each individual wood is good for, Mm -hmm. you know, what you would wear it for. For instance, the sandal wood is for basic powers, clairvoyance, divination, good luck, meditation, protection, and success. And um, she recommends just putting them on and wearing them. They're safe to wear in the shower. Mm -hmm. The idea is that um, you wear them until they break. Right. And then once they're broken... They've done their job. They've done their job. Yep. And then you should get rid of them. You bury bury them. them, Toss them them into water because it's all biodegradable. It's all safe. Yeah, moving water. Yep. Yep. So hemp always will break down. That's just the nature of it because it's plant-based. Right. Right. Yeah, it's very cool. Mm -hmm. I I, I think they're very, very cool. They'd make a wonderful Yule gift. For yep. someone or any kind of a, a, a gift that you want to give or, or maybe especially even a, Especially if you know if someone's dealing with something specific and mm-hmm. if you can get them right. a bracelet that, exactly. that corresponds to their problem. Yeah. Exactly. Like um, one of them that I got. Which, the Vera Wood. The Vera Wood. For healing. Healing, strength, divination, spirituality, and protection. Yeah. So, you know, I'm wearing it for healing. Right. Yep. yep. All right, and then... And I think that's all our loot. Yeah, that's that all the loot. Is. Thank goodness. Loot. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, it was loot. There were many, many oh, more things. so many sellers. Many so more vendors that we wanted. It was one of the nicest vendor I, It honestly was. Areas, and yeah. the setup that I, was... That I've seen. The, yeah. the way it was set up was really nice, too. We should really commend whoever set up that, that layout yeah. in, in the there vending building. There was space building. to walk. You yeah. never felt like you were getting crowded out. Right. You had an opportunity to, mm-hmm. to look and to browse. Because yep. everyone was busy. Yeah, because yeah. I've, I've been to these before where, like, the lanes are so narrow mm-hmm. that everyone's just sort of shuffling along, glancing from side because to side without stopping. Usually right. so small. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So this was this was a really nice vendor space. Just as a shout out to Michigan Pagan Fest as a whole, mm-hmm. they did an amazing yeah. job mm-hmm. with the time that we were. I mean, we were there three of the four days. Mm-hmm. Right. Everything ran smoothly. Even were, even when there were hiccups, they were handled so right. gracefully. Yeah, they were, exactly. They were the space was was good because mm-hmm. it's the it's the fairground, the 4-H fairground in Wayne County. Yes, yeah. they made good use of the buildings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they made good use of the outdoor space when they when it wasn't right, raining, when it wasn't right? Sprinkling, and sometimes yeah. even when it was sprinkling because they had covered areas. Mm-hmm. It, it was really well put together, and it was 
just, you know, they kept everybody on task. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to read the special guests who were there. Yeah. All right. The, the headliners. So I'm going to read the headliners because I actually didn't see any of them. So <laughs> uh, that's not true. I had some one-on-one talks with right. them, but I didn't go to any other classes. So Orion Foxwood was there. Bobby Teddy Jow, Byron Ballard, Belladonna Laveau, Dusty Damone, uh, Lady Bona D, Brian Henke, and Lady Dame. Yep. Mm-hmm. Were the and headliners. They were, they were great. Yeah. Yeah. They were good. They were really good. We got to go, especially uh, yeah. Ode and I, yep. got to go to several classes with the headliners. And yeah, I know it was I excellent. enjoyed mine. It was, it was excellent. The classes we went to were great. I don't know if we want to like get into individual breakdowns on all yeah, of them. Yeah, why not? But, okay. I mean, yeah, just quickly. Okay. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I think the people would be interested as to what classes you made it to. Right, and right. And... You know, just so that they, if you've never been to a festival like this, right, you can see this what is kind, of, kind stuff. of the sum that you... This is kind of what you kind experience. Of kind of the sum. Kind of the sum. The, okay. Kind of the sum. Kind of the sum. What you're going to get. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this Apparently, is, I've been hanging out with people in the, the from math, the South too much. Like, <laughs> yeah. So the first day, I, we did our class, and then I, uh, car left, and I went immediately to Orion Foxwood's Charms of Enchantment class, which I wasn't sure I even wanted to go to. Yeah. Because I don't like I don't use rhymes. I'm so glad very you went much. though because that was a class I wanted to go right. to and couldn't because I had to work. So I don't I don't like traditionally use like and I try to I this is something that I do partly as like a lesson to myself. Like when I write hails and stuff like that for, for my work or for my prayers, I try intentionally to use like very straightforward language. Right. Because I know that if I don't I'm gonna take myself too seriously. And I know that, like, when my ancestors were praying, they probably just used what was for them perfectly normal, straightforward right. yeah, language. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I like, I make a concentrated effort not to get over overwrought. Right. Um, and that's why I don't rhyme things because I know I'm going to sit there and like carefully, meticulously, like, I took English, I can put together a poem, but I try not to do that. Even though it's like a tradition in Hebrew. I took English. I couldn't put together a poem. Well, I could. I took AP English. <laughs> and creative writing. So I know how to put together a poem. Well, la-dee-da. At least, hypoth- yeah. at least hypothetically. <laughs> don't ask me to write an actual ode, though. God, that's a pain in the ass. Okay, um, so anyway, you went so, to the church. So, yeah, so I don't, I don't usually go do rhyming things, so I wasn't completely sure if I wanted to go to this. But I went to it. Just to sort of see, because Carr encouraged me, like, well, just go and see what it's like, and if you don't like it, you don't have to stay. Right, yep. And I was like, okay, well, you fair enough. You can always walk out on a class. That's yeah, right. exactly. So I was, I was like, all right, fair enough, I'll go and see how it is. Uh, <laughs> Orion Foxwood is the greatest person. I loved his class. He's awesome, he really is. We now have a saying in our family. <laughs> right. Orion said. Orion says. Orion said today. Yeah, today, so, Orion said. So Orion just... said the other day. Orion said over the weekend. <laughs> One of the things Orion said was. Basically, the entire drive back was uh-huh. that. We were talking, we were just talking <laughs> really about, nice. you know, the things we had learned, and I kept going, well, one of the things Orion said this weekend. And I did the same thing. Uh-huh. I only had one class with Orion. I ended up going to two of, because I went to this one, and I oh. loved it so much that on Sunday, I went to another one of his classes. Right, yeah. I, I'm, eventually, I'm going to have all of his books. Yeah. It's... It was, it was really, really good. I loved it so much. He's, First of all, he's just a very personable character. Like he's southern. He's yeah. He's (laughs) he's got he's got a lot of charisma, and he's just sort of nice to listen to. Like he just seems very friendly. And quite honestly, he has the best beard. 
He does. Uh, he does. Anybody he I've does. ever seen. He does. It's short. Google Orion Foxwood and go to image search. His beard is so good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's short, but it's like meticulous. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. It's the best. It's the greatest. Like, there's no competition right, for that yeah. beard. But beyond his beard, <laughs> he is he is an old soul, for one thing. Yeah. He, he really is. And he's a, a seer mm-hmm. as well as a conjure man. He is just full. He's a font of knowledge. Of wisdom. Yeah. Uh, I think one of the things I said to Gwen was like, even if I don't agree with him on is the it, particulars yeah. of everything, mm-hmm. because we come from different traditions and right, like he's yeah. part of the fairy tradition. I have no idea about the fairy tradition. Like he, I, I went to a class about it. I still don't really understand the fairy <laughs> tradition. The, I, what I said to Gwen was that even if I don't agree with him about the particulars, there is some deep mm-hmm. stuff in Orion, right. in, the stu- well. in what he says yeah. that like I could be analyzing the things Orion Foxwood says for the rest of my life. Yeah. You can take just and a sentence. And not even scratch the surface. Yeah, yeah, you can take just a sentence or, or a paragraph and just chew on that for days mm-hmm. just to, to get all of the wisdom and insight from him yeah. I mean, that he has available. Okay. That was not a short review. Okay. <laughs> Of a class. And I didn't even go into like this was the charms class. He taught us a bunch of charms. He said he said charms to us and I've like this like when I went to um working the runes with Saren Thodenson right. at uh at Convocation. Convocation yeah. I came out of Charms of Enchantment by Orion Foxwood having completely changed my mind about about rhymes and and chants and stuff. Right, yeah. So yeah. absolutely. And for anyone who's interested in the um I think I posted it in the group. Uh there's 30 minutes of the class that I went to which oh, yeah. was on uh, magic with muscle. Yeah. And so Watch the 30 minute clip yep. of, of get, a. Get what you can. Yeah, yeah. It was about an hour and a half uh, of listening to Orion speak. It and he's not like a structured speaker. No, he's, he's not, not going to like hit a bunch of points and then move on. No. He's going to sort of ramble, but it's good stories. And there's, what I'm saying is there's stuff in those stories that, that is just from. as good as what you came there expecting to get. Exactly. I would like to ramble in our classes, but you don't let me. No, I do not. <laughs> A ramble begins, and I'm like, that's nice. Let's move on to the next topic. <laughs> but I'll let Orion Foxwood ramble. Okay. <laughs> Not least because I don't control him. <laughs> Nobody does. <laughs> so then uh, I went to working with Loki, uh, which was Solonox Silver Star's class. And I went to this because I compulsively go to every class that has Loki's name in it. Right. Uh, it's just a thing. It was a good class. I didn't get a whole lot of new information, although it was int- it was nice to, to listen to Solonox because she, like me, has a not very good god phone. So, you know, I was able to ask her, like, hey, how do you get what you're supposed to be doing? Right. And she was like, divination and consulting with other practitioners. I was like, cool, I got a network, I guess. Right, yeah. <laughs> and then I went to Lady Bonadia's Rage Beneath the Silent Sea, which was like a, a weird, like, talk therapy, like, magic workshop. It was interesting. I don't think it's for everybody, probably, but it was an, it was an interesting little experience. Very cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, that, so that was Friday. Right, which basically. nobody else did anything because they were traveling the whole time. Right. Well, I was traveling the whole time. Right. Um, so then Saturday. Mm-hmm. I went to, uh, obviously, I went to Orion's class. And then I also went to a class 
held by Lady Dame. Mm -hmm. And it was an ethics class. And we actually went to that after we had gone to an elders. Um, the, yeah, the Wisdom of the Elders yeah. was all of the headliners right after lunch. Like a round table. Yeah. Right, yeah. Talking about ethics and consent. Right. And the topic for that for that session was consent. Yeah. It was a very interesting round table. Panel and, discussion. And something that needs to be covered mm-hmm. in the pagan community as a whole. We covered that. Yep. Yeah, briefly. In Neo-Paganism and Sexual Abuse back in episode two. Yeah. Two or three. Two yeah. or three. Yeah, somewhere in there. So. Yeah, so it was an interesting discussion. You heard there were like seven or eight people on the panel. Mm-hmm. So it was interesting to hear everybody's wisdom and understanding on the, just on the various topics that are surrounding, you know, yep. that surround the, yeah. the concept and the, uh, under, the understanding of what does consent mean. Yep. So that was interesting. And then I went to Lady Dame's class on ethics, on pagan, specifically pagan ethics. And the way Lady Dame teaches is more of a, a, she doesn't give a lecture. She's more of a, she asks questions and, and she wants the participation of her class. So we really, it ended up being a really a discussion of, you know, what does it mean to be an ethical person? You know, mm-hmm. what defines ethics? Do we go by the read? Mm-hmm. Are you Wiccan? So does right. it even apply to right. you? Yeah. Yep. You know, and ultimately, um, you know, her kind of take on it was every pagan decides what their own ethics should be. She did say that as a community, we should have a, a code of conduct, a code of conduct yeah. but also a this you will not, you can go so far right. and go no further. Here, right. are, the, here yeah. are the lines. Yeah, yeah, here are the lines. We did get to that. And the point. lines don't move. And the lines. You step don't on move. them, you get hit. Yep. Exactly. So that's what, that's, uh, those were the main things that I did on, on Saturday. Yeah, that was oh, not. Oh, that and I went to a class. I actually went to a class. Car and I went to a class that I, again, wasn't intending to go to. Right. Yeah. You were actually going to go to an entirely different class and at the last minute changed. I changed it, my mind at the last minute. I was going to go to the superheroes class by Shane Wheeler. Yep. And at the last minute, I decided I didn't care that much. Like, I figured they would... I mean, the only reason probably I was going to go was I was like, well, Loki, Loki is going to show up. Loki yeah, and Thor yeah, are going to yep. show up in this conversation, and I guess I should be there for that. But in the end, I decided, like, I just don't care that much. Like, my my relationship with Loki and Thor and the Marvel versions of that is, like, complicated enough, and I didn't want to, like, deal with that <laughs> at right. that moment. Yep. Um, so I decided to go with Carr to... Uh, the ADF core ritual as taught by Drum Pagano. Yes, who is the Archdruid right. of the ADF. And the husband of Rhiannon. Yes. Yeah, yeah from Rhiannon's apothecary. apothecary. Which I dug because, A, I really wanted to spend a little bit of time with Drum, just mm-hmm. to meet him. So th- that was cool for me as a member of the ADF to meet the Archdruid of the ADF and find out that he's just a normal person. <laughs> uh, having to deal with everyday crap. Literally, right. his job required that it, his first class he didn't even teach. Yeah. The one I missed. Because he had a, an emergency work obligation. Yeah, emergency work obligation, which really took him through the entire festival. Mm-hmm. But he did break out enough time, an hour and a half, to teach this class yep. on the core ritual and I got so much out of it. It was really interesting. Yeah. yeah. Like, I've read a little bit of stuff about ADF Ritual right, on, the ADF, I've sent you stuff. Uh, on the ADF <laughs> website and, and that Kara sent me to. But I didn't really understand it. And it was hard for me to sort of break down what the various pieces were and why they mattered. Um, so it was really interesting to hear Drum talk about that. And mm-hmm. then at the end, I was able to ask him a few questions, get some clarification on right, that. Right. Yep. 
Yeah, and I think I think the cool thing about the core ritual is that it's an ADF ritual that you do for the public. Right. It's a template. Right. It's a template that you need to use for the public if it's going to be an ADF ritual. But if you're doing ritual at home, eh. Right. As long as you don't piece, as long as piece. you don't claim that it's an ADF ritual. Right, exactly. Right. Which I thought was kind of cool. Like, they they have that amount of flexibility in it. And even in the ritual that you all did when we got back. Right. We, th- we took some elements of We took some core. elements of the ADF core ritual and melded those, those into it. Yeah. Which was kind of cool. And if you all want to see that, it's on our Facebook group, not on the page. Yeah, it's in the group. Yep. So if um, you're not a part of our Facebook group. You need to be in order to be able to see that video. Yeah. Right. I do want to say that ritual that we came up with, we all three did participate with conceiving it, it yeah. and constructing it. Constructing yeah. it. Car didn't participate in the actual ritual because he doesn't do magic. Right. Well, it wasn't just that. It was, I was having a very off night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I didn't feel like my being a part of it would have been healthy for the ritual. Mm-hmm. Right. But so, which was to... actually why I didn't participate in the main ritual Saturday evening. Right. Right. At the, uh, at the pagan at, the yeah, Pagan Fest. Pagan yep. Fest yep. But I did want to say that in this ritual that we have the video of, that all three elements were were um, given by each of us yep. into... So Cars, you know, even though he didn't participate in the actual right. the hail, conducting... The Hail to the Dogda was written with Cars' participation. Yep. He created the wood shavings that were used in the cauldron right. and yep. things like that. So, yep. you know, it was it was a neat uh, ritual that we put together. I, I, I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we yeah, it was also... a lot of fun. That's why I didn't go to bed until 11 o'clock. Yeah, night. Right. yeah. We started, <laughs> we started conceiving that Friday, Friday night. Friday night, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and it turned out... Absolutely wonderful. Um, I went to one other class on Saturday, actually oh, cool. Saturday morning after our class. Okay. I went to Sarenth Odinson and Amabrand's Nice to Meet You, How Do I Worship You? Which was an interesting class about sort of how to connect with spirits and sort of, it was, there was a lot of discussion about like, there was a lot of stuff about, because especially in like heathenry, we're in this this position of having texts that were not written, and, and the Celtics too, yeah. uh, are in this position of having lore, of having primary text that was not written by primary sources. Right, yeah. And then, you know, as things are translated, they get broken, and so, like, it's hard to know what's legit about your sources. So there was some discussion about, like, well, sometimes maybe it's better to not assume that those things are true, and to actually ask the spirits involved, and the gods involved, right. like, is this true? Do you want me to do this? And there was some interesting discussion about, like, getting consent from a spirit to do a thing. So, like, um, Sarenth pointed out that there are some local spirits of, like, creeks that have been polluted for so long that they're used to being polluted and they don't want you to fix it. Right. Like, that's, that's part true. of, that's yeah. part of their thing now. Right. Is that they're this polluted creek. And if you go in there without getting permission and try to clean up the creek, they're not, that's not what they want from you. Right. So that was a really interesting discussion. It was like a point of view I hadn't considered, which seems to always happen when I go to a Sarenth Odinson class. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, so that was an interesting class for me. Does that change, like, the cleaning up you were doing around here? It, I, that's, it's something I need to think about. Yeah, it's something I need to process. It was actually what brought it up as I was talking about, you know, I've been cleaning up my apartment complex to try and establish right relationship. And every time I go out the next day, there's new trash. <laughs> and I don't know where it comes from. Uh, and Sarah and Amberbrand were like, well, maybe you're not supposed to, did you ask? And I was like, good freaking point. <laughs> um, um, they were saying now that sometimes, uh, you wanting to clean up that space is really about your ego. 
It's about oh, you yeah. wanting to beautify the space and not about what that spirit's that spirit of that space wants. Right. Mm-hmm. You know. Interesting because I know you did that as an act of Right. It was an it was a it was a, an act of service right. as part of as part of my work for Gwyn's healing. But that was an act I did dedicated to my gods, right? Not to the local spirits, right? Here. So, so the question is, and and I don't know the answer. To this you may. Mm-hmm. What should you before you do that act for your gods? Before you even make that bargain with your gods, right. for lack of a better way of putting it, do you go to local spirits and go, "Hey, is it okay if?" Right, and I I think probably I should have, and I didn't. So this is, again, one of those things where, like, I'm, I'm new and I'm going to screw up. And sometimes right, yeah. that means I need to go back and say, I'm really sorry for this thing that I did, which was rude. Right. You right. don't have to forgive me, but I'm going to add, I'm, I'm going to tell you that I'm sorry for this fuck up I did. Is there anything I can do to make it up to you? So that's some work I'm going to have to do now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. yeah, it was a really, really interesting. Yeah, every time you go to see Sarantos, every like, time. <laughs> I know. I know. It's almost like you shouldn't go see him. Again. Like, <laughs> right? Like I'm good. Every time. Just every right time my my experience of my of my practice changes. <laughs> but that's good though because it means you're you know he's growing. He, yeah, yeah, I'm you're learning. Growing and you're stepping outside your comfort. Well, zone Well, part of this box. is you know as, is that I'm a solitary. Yep. Mm-hmm. So like I don't have a teacher. I don't right. have a mentor instructing exactly. me. I'm just right. sort of trying to put it together on my own pieces, parts, uh, and build the puzzle. And sometimes, like, I'm not even using pieces from my own puzzle, and I don't even know. So, right. you know, it's good to go to the elders, for lack of a better word, right. yep. uh, and say, <laughs> say, here's this thing I tried, and I'm not sure it worked out, and have them say, that's because you did it wrong. Right. Which is why I think going to things like Michigan Pagan Fest and to Convocation and mm-hmm. any of these uh, pagan events that have these classes yeah. available to them with teachers who have, you know, this, mm-hmm. this kind of experience, maybe in your path, maybe not, yep. but could could give you insight that you might not think about before. I think it's incredibly important. It's extremely valuable. It's yeah. very valuable, especially if you're a solitary, mm-hmm. yep. because you don't have that input from community to say, hey, yep. you know, I, I could use a little instruction here. Yep. I'm, I'm learning this on my own. What wisdom can you share with me? And as we've mentioned before, it can be very hard to, uh, you know, to connect, connect yep. to mm-hmm. the pagan community in your area. And even if, if you can even find and, them. And the thing is, even if you connect with the, the pagans in your area, there's no guarantee that there are elders in your tradition in your exactly. area. Right. Yep. Exactly. exactly. You know, just yeah. because there are other heathens in my area doesn't mean that they're heathens who know any more than I do. Exactly. Right. Could all be beginners. Exactly. So, right. exactly. so being able to go to a place where I know an elder is going to be, and Serenth isn't a heathen. He's a he's a northern tradition shaman. Right. But the northern tradition and heathenism, there's there's some like friction there that I think is stupid. I think these paths should get along more than they do. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. Not least because every time I go listen to Serenth Odinson, I'm like, you make so much fucking sense. Right. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I, it's nice to be able to go to a class taught by someone who clearly. Like unequivocally knows his shit, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And 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 ask questions and be like, "Here's this thing I did," and get back feedback for like, "Well, 
maybe you shouldn't have. Yeah. Right. Have yeah. you considered this other thing you should have done? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's all of those are really good things. Mm-hmm. All right. So Sunday. Yeah. Okay. So first we should probably talk about the main ritual that that was Saturday yeah. night, which mm-hmm. we didn't attend. Right. Yeah. We didn't. We went to get a we went to get Cajun crawfish food. etouffee and yeah, we everything else. We went to yeah. a Cajun restaurant. We yeah. went to a Cajun restaurant and got uh, and got dinner instead. I blame it on Orion. It's a southern accent. Uh, it probably was what inspired us to go yeah. to KJ. Well, actually, I thought it was Pat and Paul yeah, Pat of Arts and Crafts. Yeah. <laughs> because we Pat saw and Paul them. were there vending. We uh-huh. didn't buy anything from them because, because <laughs> they're close right. enough that we can we, just go. We're going to be going seeing them right. in a few weeks. Uh-huh. But, yeah. but yeah, they were there and they, they uh, recommended the restaurant. The so. restaurant. So we went to that. But the reason... Uh, that we did that was that the ritual, the main ritual changed. Yeah. Sort of at the last minute. Mm-hmm. It was originally going to be ancestor an ancestor-focused uh, main ritual. And it changed, um, I think, an hour or two before the main ritual actually mm-hmm. started, at least was when we were told that it was changed, to a ritual that was about children and protecting children. Well, yeah. it was also, I think it was originally inspired by the, the situation that's going on with the immigrant yeah, children. Sure. And, right, then yeah. it, and then it evolved into not just the, the right. immigrant children, but all children. Right. right. And your your inner child, as I mm-hmm. understand yes. it. Yes. Yeah. And I was really disappointed because I had been really looking forward to this main writ. Um, my ancestors and my, my work with my ancestors are really important to me. Uh, so I was really excited to go to that. And I like didn't have enough time between finding out the ritual had changed and the ritual starting to like process that disappointment. Right. And I didn't want to bring it with me into the ritual because if you're not going to go and do it wholeheartedly, I feel like you, you shouldn't, shouldn't do go it, it. Yep. Mm-hmm. like and bring your shit in with you to the ritual. Right. So my understanding is the main ritual was very, very good mm-hmm. and that it was very moving for a lot of people and people got, you know, instructions and there was yeah. apparently a really spectacular rainbow. Double rainbow. Uh, yeah. A double rainbow at the end, which is like... Which there a are sign, pictures. Yeah, there are, there are for, pictures so, yeah. uh, on the Michigan Pagan Fest Facebook, which is a, a sign you can't fake. Right, um, yeah. Exactly. So, so my understanding is the main ritual was very good, but unfortunately I can't tell you anything about it because I didn't go. <laughs> none of us did. None of us did. No, yeah. none of us did. I did hear about it from Lady Dame uh, when I went to her class mm-hmm. the next day, which was on clarity and intent uh, in your in your work. Um, it was another one of those discussion-type classes where we discussed what does it mean to have clarity in and intention in your work. So that right. was very good. But one of the things she used as an example right. was this main writ because she felt like there wasn't a lot of clarity because it was put together so quickly. Right. And because it was, I think she said, eight different traditions. Yeah, and it was various a, layers over of circles. Of, of mm-hmm. circles. Yep. And it was actually a very complicated a very, Yeah, a very complex uh, interwoven complex ritual. Complex interwoven ritual that was put together in a very short period of time. Yeah. yeah. We um, spend a lot of time the, the ritual we did when we came right, back. We spent probably 3 days workshop. Well, yeah, we yeah. spent 3 days workshopping before we did. So and, and even, we're only and putting it, 3 traditions exactly. together. Exactly. And and I even feel like that could have used more baking. It could have used right, more time. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it really could have. So I I can imagine what it must have been like for the right. for those who were to have eating. like an eight tradition ritual that yeah. was put together in I don't know six hours or something. Right, yeah. yeah, but they uh, but as as you said, mad skills to do it at all. Frankly, right, right. yep. But my understanding is that people were very moved mm-hmm. and, and that it was a good ritual. People were you know pleased and yep. 
things like that. But that was the class that I went to with, with her. And then I also and, went yeah, to... Yeah, and during that time, I was at Orion Foxwood's right. third class, Resacredizing the Underworld. Right. And I won't go on about that again, but again, Orion Foxwood can't beat him. Extremely <laughs> good. Exactly. <laughs> and hopefully he's going to come back next year. Wouldn't that be nice? Class. I yeah. just want to see Orion Foxwood at everything I go to from now on. <laughs> so just if you could have classes with Orion Foxwood and Sarah Odinson... Just back to back to back to back to back for the rest of my life. That would be ideal, yeah. That would be, that would be ideal. Yeah. If I could just, if I could just boomerang from a, from Orion Foxwood to Saren Thodenson over and over again, that would be great. Thanks. But the other class I went to on Sunday was a tarot class. And it was a beginning and intermediate tarot class, mm-hmm. which I found. Which to was be... by uh, Solanox Silverstar, who was yeah. actually uh, the person who did the Working with Loki workshop earlier yeah. that I went to. And I really enjoyed it because I, you know, I do tarot. I've, I've taught myself tarot mm-hmm. over the years and and whatnot. But this was what was great about this is. Uh, I'd never, I've never actually taken a tarot class, Mm -hmm. you know. So she did a wonderful job of explaining, you know, the major arcana, the minor arcana, that the major arcana is actually a Mm storyline that you follow and all this kind of stuff. And I thoroughly enjoyed that. And uh, I'm going to be bringing what I learned uh, into my own tarot readings from now on. Perfect. Excellent. Did you do anything else? Uh, I went to one more class while, while Gwen was at uh, beginning and intermediate tarot. I was at Byron Ballard's Tower Time, Now What? Which was sort of one part Byron uh, saying, listen, it's okay to grieve the fact that the world is a fucking disaster right now, and it's important to pick your battles and focus on the things in your local community and dealing with those things. She said, pick three things to be the things that you care about and just trust that other people are picking up the other things. Gotcha. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, um, there was a little bit where the people who were in the class just sort of talked to each other about the things we're working on. So I went off about some stuff about the southern border. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And a particular organization. And a particular organization that I'm yep. real mad at right now. Mm-hmm. That is a you're, Michigan you're welcome. organization. Yeah. You're welcome God. for me making you mad. Yeah. 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 Not, <laughs> not that it's hard to make me mad. <laughs> any any injustice whatsoever, and my brain's like, cool, now we're in rage mode. Let's yeah. go destroy something. Yep. Righteous indignation. <laughs> Good fuel, it's man. My, it's my default setting. Um, so it was an interesting class. Byron Ballard's very much of a, like, the system's broken. Just let it die. If you can't actively tear it down. Um, and I'm not sure that that's 100% the way to go all the time. Those systems, are, some of those systems are literal lifelines for people who, right. who mm-hmm. if we can't, if we don't have replacements for them, we can't afford to tear down. Yeah. But I understand the sentiment, sure, sure. certainly. Yeah. <laughs> One other thing I wanted to throw in because I didn't go to any classes. Right. But I spent a lot of my time mingling with people. I got to spend some time... Uh, right, you even got to talk to talk, some of the headliners. Yeah, talking yeah. like one-on-two with Lady Dame uh, and, and Orion. Orion Foxwood, yeah. which was great for me to be able to talk to them briefly As about people. some stuff. <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, just about like where we're from, because Orion and my family are basically from the same... The same area. Yeah, within probably 25 or 30 miles. Right. Which in the Appalachians is forever. Right. But close enough now that you mm-hmm. go, oh yeah, there's a road that connects those two now. Right. So that was really cool for me. But I think the biggest thing for me was at the very end when they were kind of wrapping everything up on Sunday mm-hmm. before the final ritual, which we didn't stay for because right. we had to, we drive, had to back. drive home. The raffle? Yeah. Well, the raffle was fine. I mean, the right. raffle is the raffle. It was fun. It was fun. Watching but, but but the cool part of it was watching them honor the lady who started yeah. Michigan yes. Pagan Fest. That was very Diane. Cool. 
and how they honored her in that. And um, gave her a sock. And, and then released her with a Dobby sock. Uh-huh. A Dobby sock. It so, was adorable. So she's now she's free. She's free. Yep. And the fact that they honored Bill from Pagans oh, in yeah. Need. yeah. This was so good. By making Pagans in Need the... Um, the the nonprofit. Yeah, the nonprofit that they sponsor for the next five years. Yep. And Bill does amazing a, work with Pagans in Need. Which is a big deal. Yeah. It's, um, and it's... It was... It was great. We love Bill. We love we the Pagans in Need project. It's very important to us. Mm-hmm. And like, well, it's a food pantry, right? right and yep. listen, we've had to go to a food pantry, and sometimes you just need that. Like, right. it's so important to have those resources. Exactly. But I can tell you how frustrating it is to go to a, to food, go to pantry a food pantry, and then they want to pray for you, uh-huh. and then they want you to listen to this Bible verse, and then they want, uh-huh. and I just want them. You know, hurt them. Right. Um, well, you just want to get food. Yeah, I just, just want, want my to food. Get food. Right. You want to get food, not a sermon. You're not there for a sermon. Right. You're exactly. there because you need to eat. Right. Uh, the, and Pagans in Need doesn't do any of that. Yep. Yeah, so they just, just give people right. the food yep. they need. And they have community gardens so people can learn how to garden. It's mm-hmm. wonderful. It's yeah. a wonderful organization, yep. and it's so great. And we fully support Pagans in Need and what they're doing, and their executive director Bill, who we love, but yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna have him here on the podcast at some, at some point. Pagans yeah, we've already need. I've already talked to Bill about that. Yeah, so we so, can't we can't give you an ETA on that, but it's right. coming at some point. Yep. And uh, but yeah, so it was, it was just really cool to see that. And then if anybody wants to go to Michigan Pagan Fest mm-hmm. next year, yeah, this um, is great. If you bring three cans of non-expired, right. Canned food. food, you get five dollars off your ticket, and those three cans of food go to, go to pay. Go to pay yeah, so it's wonderful. It's a it's it's great that they've chosen them as the organization to sponsor. There's yep. not a more worthy organization. That is no. the yep. truth. Yep. Like, it really is. Yep. So I have a question. In, in the words of in the words of Lady Dame, it all starts with food. It's right. right yep. It's all about the food, yeah. man. Um, okay, so we talked about this the other day, so I'm going to ask you. Oh, right, again. Yeah. Between so we've been to um, convocation. convocation in February, and now we've been to Michigan Pagan Fest. Yep. What are your uh, feelings about the two? If you had to choose one, which would you choose Gwyn, and why? <laughs> Gwyn asked us this question a couple of days ago, yep. independently, and Car and I gave identical answers. Exactly identical <laughs> answers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Tell them what you said. So convocation was classroom experience, right? I, I described it as like a like a business conference yep. where you go to meet place. your peers and learn about your craft. Right. Yep. And it's excellent. Right. And, and it's good for networking. And I enjoyed it tremendously. Like, right. I, I mean, met I think people I there. Quite a bit there. Right. Mm-hmm. But. Um. But it felt. I don't, I don't want to say it felt formal, but it felt more professional. Businessy. Right. Businessy. Yeah. 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 It felt like you go there to hit up classes and learn things. Right. And then go home. And Michigan Pagan Fest felt. Like a family reunion. Exactly. It really mm-hmm. did. It felt like a family reunion. And that's wild because we didn't know hardly anyone there. We nope. knew Pat and Paul and we knew Bill. That's it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Those yeah. are the only it. people we had like met in person before. Mm-hmm. And well, and, a, I had met a couple more because I mm-hmm. right because I mingled the conversation. Right. Well, and, and like I had gone to to a previous Sarah Thotenson class. So right. Like I recognized him. As, right. a, as an individual. But as far as but just like, people in general, we didn't really know most of the festival no, yeah, goers. Yeah. But you still, but it still felt, felt like, you like were family. In yeah, yeah. Family. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And we, I felt included in everything. Exactly. We ate a common meal together. Yep. Um, in like a cafeteria. Yep. For lunch and dinner. Yep. And then Sunday morning, Lady Dame 
made us all breakfast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Which was I, some... Car and I didn't eat because we were worried about getting to our class on time. Right. Gwen stayed and ate breakfast, and she says it was very good. And I and still got to class, to on, class time. on time. <laughs> so and we were needlessly concerned. You were needlessly concerned. But Car but and I have an, a, a thing a about being on time. But yeah. Lady Dame, I'll have to say, Lady Dame had a, a like an army of, of people oh, helping yeah. her. Yeah. And she also came out and said, I know we're late, but I made a promise that everybody's going to eat their breakfast and get to class <laughs> on time. And they did. <laughs> For the most part. For the yeah, most yeah, part, yeah, they yep. did. Yeah, there were a few stragglers, yep. but there's, frankly, always a few stragglers. There's right, always yeah. stragglers, yeah. yeah. Doesn't matter what time the class is. Nope. Well, that's pretty much our Michigan Pagan Fest yeah, special episode. I think that, episode, I think that uh, covered everything. Release the Kraken. He's doing that to mock me because I used to, when I was a child, be able to do the claw voice, and I can't do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's totally to mock you. That's why I did. Okay. Also, it just sounds fucking it cool. It sounds great, yeah. Because the theme was release the Kraken, and if you can say it like that, that just makes right? it spectacular. Why wouldn't you why say it like that if you can? Like that if you can. I have said it like that the entire time. Yeah, yep. three or four times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not even just on this podcast. No, no. <laughs> just in general. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. So, so again, we do want to thank you for um, just for listening. Mm-hmm. We want to thank for helping you for us get there. Helping us get there. Yep. And uh, we want to thank ooh. the coordinators of Michigan Pagan Fest for the awesome festival they put yep. on. That's right. All the vendors that were there mm-hmm. sharing their wares who missed a lot of stuff. Right. Yep. Yeah. Because they, they had to be trapped in the vendor place yeah. the whole time. The yeah. Place. The vendor thing was open the entire time. It was time. open yeah. the entire yeah. time. Yep. Yeah, it was so, really, really impressive. Yeah, I have an ooh ooh moment. Okay, oh, okay. Ooh, ooh. We made stickers. Oh, that's oh, right for right. Michigan Pagan Fest. Right, and we have some left. So if you would like a sticker, and you email me your address, mm-hmm. we will car send you a sticker at three the number three pagansandacat.com. So that's car like the thing you drive at the number three pagansandacat.com, and say I want one of these stickers. Here's, Here's my, my mailing address. address. And it's the family cats. Mm-hmm. So if you've seen that picture, which you probably have if you've been on any of our stuff, yep. it's the picture of the family cats. It says threepagansandacat.com uh-huh. on it. And uh, I'd and love to make send you one. So. They're, they're little like two-inch stickers. They honestly turned out Pretty well. Really yeah. cute. You could stick them on a bumper, stick them on a notebook, stick them I would not on stick them on a laptop. bumper. I don't yeah, think they're they would really last. small for Are a bumper. Really yeah. yeah, somebody would have to literally like, like probably be on top of you <laughs> yeah. in order to see Tailgating. it. Tailgating. But it'd be uh, a cute little something that people would go, what is that spot? <laughs> <laughs> but no, you could put them on a, yeah, on a yep. notebook or a laptop. Notebook yep. or a laptop or any. Shoot, uh, probably they'd fit on a phone case if the case yeah, they was probably big would. enough. And you can find us at threepaganzenacat.com. You can also find us at facebook.com forward slash the number three, P-A-A-C. That's three pack, in case you're wondering. Mm-hmm. You can also find us on Twitter. Oddly enough, you need to do at three underscore pagans to get us there. If you want our Discord server, which is famously active right, right. now. Oh, there are so many people you. there on Discord. Thank yep. you so much for talking to us and to each other uh-huh. on Discord. Yeah, other times we don't even show up and they and just have... they're just having chit-chat. Right, yep. yeah. We love it. We absolutely it's love great. it. It's great. It's great. So, uh, if you want to get to the Discord or you want to get to our Patreon to help support us. Mm-hmm. So, all of our Patreon supporters, thank you very much. Actually, oh. we have a new one. Right? This time? We do? Is Vex new? No. We did that last time? We did that last time. Okay, well, so look we at that. Ignore the fact that we have a new one. If, you, uh, <laughs> if you'd like to be a new one. And if you want to be the new one and get your name mentioned on the podcast, 
feel free to just jump over to that old Patreon and sign up, and it'll be perfect. Are you doing this I have no idea. All of a sudden, I was looking at the microphone. He started it, and now he can't stop. He can't stop. I was looking at at the microphone, and I thought, Duke's a hazard. Oh, God. Duke's a hazard. (laughs) (laughs) So, anyway... You can find all of that information on the three pagans and a cat dot com website. I'm just leaving it. It's okay. We'll go with it. All right. Well, yeah. The, all those things are linked. Yeah. In the, in the individual episodes. Yeah. That's, that's so right. You can or find some of them us. at the top of the page. You can. God, there you go. You can find us all right. these places. Goodbye. 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 Bye. You've been listening to Three Pagans and a Cat. Find out more information at www.threepagansandacat.com. 